0: Hey, welcome to the bonus episode. That is right. We are supplying you with amazing interviews. And most of the focus uh, with this series really will be Iowa-based entrepreneurs because I want to just continue sharing and and changing that narrative that amazing things don't happen here. And maybe that's just a self-prescribed narrative, um, but I want to keep working that and putting more people in front of you that are doing this work right here. Because if you don't know them, you absolutely should. And I want to continue empowering and changing the story of the narratives that I've been told about this state that we live in, right? And so I'm going to go ahead and do that and continue bringing on guests who are doing this work right here. Like we don't have to look that far outside of the people we're surrounded by. So today's guest, I am telling you, I have been so amazed by her, just her presence and more than anything, her story. And I'm so excited that she graced us with her presence today um, because I wanted to even dig deeper. And so I'm digging into that story right here, right in front of you, with all of you in real time. I knew kind of the basics of her story, like that she had left um, a very stable, substantial career to like do a complete life change. But I didn't know all of the backgrounds. And at one point, she like puts a hold on me, which was so necessary. And I'm so grateful that she did because she talked about the most important part of her journey, which was really the healing of different narratives and the better understanding of her own story and her own reality and like the quietness that she needed to seek in order to get to this new place. So please, 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 please welcome with open, beautiful, loving arms, Alyssa Gardner. And she is going to take us through this beautiful story of change and strength and faith and identity. And you know that I'm all about all of those things. So let's go. Hey, welcome to the death of a dream podcast. You know, this whole journey The entirety of this work really was based on this idea that I had shown up in life feeling fine. Feeling just fine about my life. And I had decided that fine wasn't good enough. That I wanted more. And more than anything, I decided that I wanted to live life on my terms, for the first time ever. And season one, the very beginning of this podcast, of this daily journal podcast of what a journey out of that place looks like, season one really explores a ton of different paths to what was meant to be my destiny and now we're moving into season two and there have been twists and turns that i could have never expected starting this a year ago starting to just show up and ask questions and if you want to start all the way back in season one you can start there If you're starting a journey, it's a great place. There's a lot of exploratory vision work that happens. There's just a lot of movement through understanding myself better and understanding what I even wanted my terms to be. Now that we're moving into season two, this really becomes sort of the coaching portion of walking, walking that dream taking those first steps, some of the things that might happen to you, some of the things that have happened to me as I explore and move into this new path. And so it's really just meant to walk along with you. If you ever needed someone to hold your hand, you ever needed a community to support you changing and challenging and growing, that's what we're here for. We're here five days a week to help you keep growing. That's what the death of a dream podcast is all about. And we're so grateful that you're here. Hey, welcome to the death of a dream podcast. This is our bonus series. So if you found your way here, it's amazing. That you're here again. This is like our sixth episode this week, but this is really like the meat and potatoes of where we take everything. This is when I bring in an expert guest to come and just fill us with their energy and their stories to help inspire you and push you and move you. And true to this bonus episode, we are talking about all things freedom. And I felt like our guest today, I had talked to at the U conferences, which I spoke at. And she just has such a beautiful story and such a great movement and a shift that a lot of people aren't willing to make or a lot of people that I come in contact with struggle with this moment. So I felt like I wanted to bring her on today to talk about how she found freedom in her own life and released and gave herself permission to just move in the direction she wanted to for well, we'll find out her reasoning, but I'm guessing for no other reason than she just damn well wanted to. And I think that's amazing. So, without further ado, go ahead and introduce us to all things
1: you. All right. My name is Alyssa Gardner and um I'm 40 in April of 2020, which was interesting. Um was looking forward to this really cool milestone birthday, maybe a trip with my husband, and we couldn't even buy toilet paper. <laughs> it was like, um, so, um, yeah, I'm right there with everybody in 2020. Um, we're a blended family. I have uh, four stepkids. So my own um, age is 11, 12, 15, 17, and 19. So we've got three teenagers right now um you can pray for me <laughs> right. We will <laughs> as we're navigating all the things but um yep I a uh, small business owner currently um also a licensed hemp farmer in the state of Iowa so yeah that's kind of where I'm at
0: okay amazing and she has amazing products and don't worry we are going to like give you all the links to go Christmas shopping because it's important we've been talking about shopping local and true to what her and I talked about earlier, like even shop online, it's a little bit different, but it's still necessary to support our friends who have pivoted. Great point. Okay. So talk to me about this year and how you got to where you are now in your small business. Like what were you doing before? Um, and how did you decide to go all in on hemp farming yeah. and your small business?
1: Um, so previous uh, career and pretty much my entire real estate industry. I think I was like 19 when I started working for um, a mortgage company. I was processing mortgage loans and things like that and then transitioned a couple years later um, to working for a real estate company and and ended up getting my license. Um, Had a 10-year career in like the Ames area. I worked for Century 21 in Ames for 10 years and then um, in 2012 and finished out my career in Cedar Rapids. Um, was a broker, uh, owned a, I opened my own uh, company called U Realty and then ended up um, being pursued by Better Homes and Gardens real estate franchise and bought a franchise for a couple years. Um, so that was kind of my, my pre career. And um, yeah, after 15 years of that, kind of uh, 2018 was my, I didn't know it. um but it was kind of like my final year and um yeah I think some things that led up to that being an end I I appreciated every client I ever worked with um and to me financially and relationally and just filled a need um for a, a long time um 2017 was probably the exit of that or start the beginning of the end of that and um just kind of was a long kiss goodbye. <laughs> so, you know, when you're, you know, getting referrals and actually it was at the sweet, like I didn't have to hustle as hard. I had repeat clients, referral business, like should have been really just coasting um, and enjoying the good times. I, it's a really bad time to, to leave a career like that, but um, just wasn't, fulfilling in the ways that I needed it to be anymore and you know with five um they were getting off the bus at 4 30 and I was leaving at 4 30 to go show houses and so just not conducive to where I was at in life too with knowing who my children are (laughs) you know or having the influence and things like that so yeah that's where it was
0: yeah so that that moment. And it it kind of sounds like it was a slow decline, but you could just feel yourself um, moving out of that. And like, what blows my mind is you were right at that success point, right? Deemed success. You're good. Like, let's ride this out here. You can kind of coast. And what was that final, was there one final thing that you're just like, Nope, that's the final sign I'm moving. Or was it just that slow decline, and you were like, "Okay, I've had it."
1: There was a couple big things by the end of 2018. Um, another mark of success, I guess you would say, was um, I had been nominated for Quarter Business Journal 40 Under 40, and and was picked as one of the honorees. I mean tons of applicants or nominations you know, and amazing people cream of the crop in the Iowa city' Cedar Rapids areas a great honor I don't want to take away from it at all it but it was one of those like final accolades or final like achievements that just like was like, you're like that was cool, but you know and um I think that was. Then that was in October of 2018 and I walked away, um, two months later.
0: Yeah. So, well, was it kind of like you're looking around, you're seeing that this is the, this is where you should want to be. And you're just kind of realizing it isn't all it's cracked up to be, or this is just not serving me the way that I need to be served.
1: Yeah, I still have that big question mark, though, like, uh, what's next? Because I'm not one to, like, just leave something unless I'm excited about something else. Um, And so not having, like, something that was pulling me, I didn't have a job offer, I didn't have anything else that I was really looking to do. I just had this big question mark. And... um, I was on the personal side of things of professional do line up no matter how much we like to separate it on the personal side of things. I was just being called to uh, resolution or in some relationships that I just felt like I had a monkey on my back. Um, and so uh, in late I, um, was just called to forgive some people. Um, and for me, some of those, some of the reasons why I was still doing real estate is because for example, one of those relationships that I had to move on from or let go was, uh, that I had worked for in the past that said that if I, he said that if I didn't work for him, that I wouldn't ever amount to anything in the real estate industry. And so, you know, It's possible that I wanted to get out of real estate sooner than I did, but I spent the last at least seven years of my career trying to prove that guy wrong about me. Right. And so did I really love doing real estate? I don't know, but what I was, what I found I was doing was doing really well to prove that guy that he was wrong about me and that I could be successful without working for him, but like, so what? Right. And as, as soon as I decided to let go of that, um, I woke up the next day and I didn't have a reason. More. Hmm. It, that sounds really weird, but if I was trying to prove him wrong and I was over it and I didn't feel like I owed him an explanation anymore and I didn't believe the lie anymore, then I didn't have a reason to keep doing it. So right. it really was an overnight thing for me once I had that moment.
0: Yeah, you had kind of taken time and, and healed from that and really, I mean, not forgave, but you, you forgave that narrative, right? You weren't serving that narrative any longer. And that's super important in that healing process. Okay, so this is like the build. I'm super excited. Um, so you left real estate. And then you moved into what you're doing now. Explain that process to me, because I just this is like you're one of the first people in Iowa, correct?
1: For, yeah, there was a there was a one year period before I figured out what I was gonna do though. So,
0: oh yeah, walk me be through be that year. Missed
1: served if we skipped the the wilderness, so to speak. Like, um, there's this season of 2019 where I stopped doing something I'd done for my entire adult life. And if you remember the winter of 2018, and I live, I'm surrounded by cornfields. And so it was like a blizzard upon blizzard upon blizzard. And I couldn't even get to the gravel road because there was five foot snow drifts. so I went from this like, you know, super always on call serving other people to being snowed in house, January, February, March. And I'm telling you, I went through anxiety. I had depression. I panicky. Like, what am I doing? Like, um, it was a hard transition. And so what I ended up doing is, um, Well, I spent a lot of time, I read my Bible, books, I started to take some CBD products just to kind of help me chill the F down, (laughs) and they worked, and um, so that's kind of the beginnings of starting a CBD company was just because I needed something to help me transition. I was at a place where I couldn't finish a sentence or a transition, so just decompartmentalized in my thoughts and where I was at in life um, and kind of mourning the loss of that career and ideals and things like that. So I felt like I was going through the stages of grief too. Mm-hmm. So um, I really don't feel like I was in a good place in 2019 to live because I really just was um, wandering and being still and quiet, which is really hard when you come from a fast paced, um, career. So yeah, 2019 is the good stuff. Actually, it's the season of rest that so many people want to skip over and just go to the next thing. And I would, I would be remiss if I, if I skipped that season of, and I know not everybody can take a year off. Um, my husband worked and I stayed home with our kids and watched my chickens and took naps on trampoline. I know not everybody can do that, but there must, in my opinion, I there must be a of rest, however that can look for somebody in this transition because to go from one to the other, there's so much good stuff in that interim that really is, um, the new, like if we're in the farming mentality, we know that death and decay create dirt and it's so important like everyone just wants to skip winter time because it's cold and dirty or just like but that decay is what in the springtime is what we use to grow again and so if we skip over that season of uh, what looks like nothing's happening is actually yeah
0: and I appreciate you pumping the brakes because it's, it's so true, but it's so uncomfortable. Um, it's, it's so uncomfortable. And we're so used to this world where it's like, let's just fast forward through that. Let's just, um, I talked about this on Wednesday. I think let's just post some motivational quotes and just pretend like it never happened and move as fast as we can. And it, it, it is when you're talking about Essentially shifting your identity from this person that you have known that you have built up, you can't, you can't just move from that and act like it didn't affect you because it absolutely does. Um, especially when your identity is really tied to this fast moving, like killer, move up the ladder, move, move, move. And it's all tied to, you know, the normal structure of the world bonuses and, and, Uh, different titles and all of those things, when you really settle and remove yourself, I think you have this beautiful moment where you can finally hear yourself. And that journey looks different for everybody. But I agree with you. There, if you want to move, like really move. Not, not this fake, I'm gonna take a week off and read a book. Like really move. There, there is going to be a, a time of discomfort and there almost has to be, I think, to get to anywhere good. Um, And how
1: weird would it have been? Here's the thing. I feel like it,
0: it gave
1: myself, gave me credibility that if I had just gone from one day, you see me online selling houses to a week later growing hemp or telling you how to chill out, like it would. And people would have been like, I'm calling bullshit because You've been hustling for fifteen years, and now it's just another hustle of something else, right right but the fact that my friends and that like have known me were like, "Hey, you're not in a dress and heels anymore like where are you in fact, we haven't seen you <laughs> and, uh, uh, you've been I gone for a year <laughs> or twenty nineteen and didn't leave my farm much and stuff, so um. I think it also, once I did come back on the scene, it helped um, people take me seriously because they. <clears throat> well, then I didn't even start with another career. I really just um, started with this conversation of rest, which is so countercultural. Um, in 2019, was asked to present for the Iowa Business Educators Association for their um, state conference, um, and a couple other. State conferences, one for the um, Society for Human Resource. Um, so it's called SHRM, Society for Human Resource Management. They had me present. Um, and both times they wanted me to talk about REST. Like, I, especially like with the business educators, I was like, what do you want me to talk about? And they, and I was like, female business ownership, entrepreneurship, like the huge, right? the right. things I've talked about in the past. And they're like, no, we read this article that you wrote on LinkedIn about rest. And we really feel like our teachers, our educators, our burnout. That, And I was like, Whoa. Right. And then to be asked to present that again and again, it, like multiple times on this topic of rest that I, in a grind mentality and a grit and get her done and all that kind of stuff to be asked multiple times to talk about rest. I was like, that struck a nerve here. I didn't even, on this thing that I was being called to other people are too, but they might just be afraid to to do it or how could that look like or whatever. But I had men and women asking, asking for that. So struck a nerve there and um, yeah, I've just kind of been riding that wave.
0: Yeah. And, and that's that's really, it, it's harder to leave that culture. Um, <laughs> I know I've been experiencing or navigating my own kind of down season of, you know, I, I had started, I had pretty much two identities that I had stuck to. One was that I was an athlete. And so the way that I filled that void was coaching. Um, and I just felt called to like remove that. And the removal of that gave me so much clarity um in finding my own path of like okay we're we're not it's okay you're still a person after that thing leaves and i think that's what the quietness gives you is this realization that you still exist people are likely sitting around going oh have they lost it and it's just it's your own path right you can't there's no charted way like it was a year or so for you um everybody's a little bit different but that that moment of rest is just vital you can't really hear yourself think if you don't take it um i think the reason
1: people continue the noise is because they don't want some things to surface up and you said it earlier when you use the word discomfort that you have to be you have to be okay with being uncomfortable for a little bit. Cause when you get quiet, you start to hear those voices that you've been trying to cover up
0: a hundred.
1: But once again, that's the good stuff when you can actually deal with those things and move on with them and don't have that 2000 pounds on your back anymore. Like then watch it go. Right. Because.
0: Well, yeah, because why keep trying to outrun it? It's, you're going to have to build up a lot of stamina to keep running with the thousands of pounds of weight along with it. So you can start anything. And I had started and stopped a million things, but it was kind of like, I kept coming back to these same narratives that were holding me back every time or that were stopping any inertia that I had created. And so, you know, part of my process has just been this podcast. And really that started with, I keep starting and stopping things. I, I want to dream. I don't even know that I have those dreams. How, how do you get back to that person? How do you find them? And that's when I just started recording and documenting the entirety of that trip back to like myself. And, you know, that you're spot on. I was trying to outrun things that I just wasn't even willing to deal with. And every time that I got silent, they would come up and start yelling at me. And I didn't know what to do with that. And so I would be like, I just need to be busier, (laughs) right? Like, give me more projects. I would actually say that to my bosses. Like, I have all these ideas. They're overwhelming me. Do, do, Do you have more projects? Do you have more things? Because my mind won't stop thinking. And I think it's the opposite. Like, the more that your mind is racing... The more that it needs to just slow down and take time to process the things and sort them all out. And so that's, that's kind of, work. yeah, the sorting stage is the hard work, but it definitely is the best. And I find that people get really, I don't know if offended is the right word, but you can tell when you've tapped on the nerve of something that people know and like rest was it for you people know that they need that or that they need to heal from that. And so you might have just touched on that and they're just like, Oh no, no, no. Run, run, run away. Um, That's
1: of the best compliments I've ever been given. I, I get messages from people and stuff. And um, a woman sent me a message. She's just like, don't take this the wrong way, but I have completely been avoiding your curriculum and this conversation. And <laughs> she's like, but if- me and I just have to laugh I'm like when somebody tells you that your work they're avoiding your work I'm like that you're on to something like that's so indicative that you're on the right track
0: (laughs) right yes when people are avoiding you I have the most awkward like lunch dates you could ever imagine coffee dates So like in the back let's make sure I feel like the mistress um because it it you no one wants to be associated with like this is the dream big person uh 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 you know, because there's risk there. If you're saying you want to dream big, if you're saying that you're going to rest, that's an identity shift for most people. And so that risk makes it uncomfortable. And you don't know if you're ready to own that yet. And I think that's the biggest piece, you know, for, for you. You had to go into a state of rest in order to start teaching on the state of rest and really own that moment and that topic. And now you do own it. Um, so talk to me about how that's shifted and transitioned into where you are now.
1: That fertile, just, you know, the season of down, um, there's, there's explosive growth on the other side of that. There's explosive momentum in whatever direction you pick next. And we, um, we live on a heritage farm in Iowa. It's been in Chad's family over 150 years. So we've got, you know, this farm and, to do something with it and we have looked into some other like interesting crops like elderberry and some things like that for one reason or another over the past few years we didn't do Um, but some of those same people that we looked into farming that with um, had gotten into hemp in a couple other states um, Michigan and Missouri and so we started to look into it and I love that it promotes rest right and so like this the the timing of this plant coming into my life i mean i literally in high school would have been least like voted least likely to grow cannabis (laughs) like in my entire high school because two-shoe you know type of thing in fact i um had drinks with some classmates this week and they we all laughed about that very thing but um you know the i love that hemp um promotes rest um in the, in your physical body, but also in your mind. And, um, and so if, if anything, I partnership, like an extension of this rest conversation that I was already on a journey on and teaching on. So why not? Right. Um, I'm still an entrepreneur, I business owner and stuff. So that wasn't like a new thing to me to, to look at this, um, as a business too. So applied to get a license in Iowa, um, got that. And, um, planted in June and harvested uh, late September, our first hemp crop. So um, in the meantime, um, launched a line of CBD products um, that's been going really well. Um, I have e-commerce site and we ship all over the country and, and stuff like that. So that's all come about. Um, Yeah, so I get to keynote and talk to people about resting. And then I also get to I needed something, right? I needed something to help me transition from, because it's a pathway. There's neural pathways in our brains and we literally get in these ruts and I needed something uh, in my physical body to help me do that. And I, for me personally, it was some CBD products. And so, um, because it's in alignment with what, what my conversation is, like if it had been a, the new shiny object thing to sell, it wouldn't have worked, right? It wouldn't have made sense. But because alignment with what I'm already teaching, then it's been a
0: beautiful thing. Yeah. And I think that's that's a huge asterisk moment. Alignment. Like, don't, you know, there's, there's so much scariness in moving out of a normal salary in moving out a, you know, and not everybody has the freedom or the ability to do that. But I think when we make that move, if you're going at it with this scarcity approach, like, Oh no. Oh, what if we miss out? What if we, Oh no. What if, what if this is the big opportunity? What if, if this could be the, the million dollar match thing? We, we miss out on the fact that it's, it's gotta be right for us right? Like we can't just keep replacing a salary. We can't just keep, you know, serving that. It's just going to end up misserving us. And, and you're right. When we aren't in alignment with what's true to us, we end up just burning out at some point mm-hmm. anyways and ending up right back in the same place.
1: Mm-hmm. So- yeah. And it's, um, I've, we've gone without, like we're on one income right now you know and so we're well obviously we aren't traveling as much as we we used to um live music and travel is a big part of what Chad and I love to do together both of those things are kind of canceled right now (laughs) so but um you know I haven't gotten a paycheck in my new business yet everything that I earn I I pour right back into building a website or SEO or adding another product, things like that. And so, I mean, I'm not rolling in it right now, but I'm the happiest I've ever been. I have to tell you, that's what made me cry thinking. My sister, my mom, one of my best friends and my husband all separately told me that they were proud of me. They didn't even know that anyone else had said that to me. I'm like, I'm 40. I don't remember ever being in the place where multiple different relationships, and to the point of telling me, right? You know, so I, yeah, I believe that the money is coming. I'm helping a lot of people. My business is doubling every two months, and I, I believe that yes, financially, will be successful. But it's in a way that. I'm not compromising any I am helping people sleep at night. Gosh, when you can sleep at night, so many other things just get better in your life because right. your body's repairing itself. So maybe if there's a physical ailment, even just sleeping at night helps your body physically repair. And so it's just the the stories and the that people are telling me are the messages that I get like. I keep to myself, but they keep me going because I don't want to sound dramatic, but what I'm doing now is really changing people's lives and, and their lifestyle and their home. And they're thanking me. And I'm like, this is weird, (laughs) but really cool all at the same time. So,
0: yeah. And, and there's a, there's a shift that comes along with you taking that time to heal yourself you taking that time to, to find the things that align with you and that move with you. And so you know that it's coming at some point, right? Like you're, you're helping people. And I think true to anyone who does something like this, where you get into just help people because of how it helped you, um, you know, if you could just help one person, um, Mm -hmm that would have been enough. And you've already done that. And so now it's just like, let's help one more person. Let's help three more people. Let's, let's keep spreading this message and not only the message of your products, but the message of just rest and the ability to breathe and (laughs) sleep and, you know, maybe enjoy life while we're all here. I don't know.
1: It's interesting because obviously when I you know, my twenty twenty or 2019 hiatus, I didn't know that 2020 was going to be on the heels of that, right? Where we have all been down and to be quiet and stuff. And so this message of rest, just the timing of it, like to give some perspective of 2020, instead of losing our minds and freaking out, like maybe we could find some redeeming qualities of it, of being forced to sit down and to rest and to maybe this year is a catalyst for you know that maybe we would have ended up at the end of our lives and never have done this right Right. absolutely just bringing some hope and some meaning to the conversation
0: this year has been good timing again right (laughs) right and that's how you know da 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 um yeah because I don't know, I, I had, I essentially like break my life into like before this year and this year now on. And I thought that that was going to happen at 30, um, kind of when I started the podcast and started this movement. And I thought, oh, I've arrived. This is where I'm supposed to be. And first off, you never arrive. So that's <laughs> fun, the fun thing we're, we all learn. <laughs> um <laughs> but this year i don't know that i ever would have just shut up and like actually listened i don't know that that ever would happen i would have never gotten as silent as i did i would have never spent entire weekends sitting and reading but actually listening because my kids were exhausting me and I had to send them upstairs. Like, you know, normally I would have kept that noise, but it was just like, no, let's, let's get quiet. Let's sit with this. And it was one of the most uncomfortable experiences that I've had to date, um, but I can't be the same after that. You know, and I can't see it differently now. And after that moment, after like my two months of just straight self-reflection, it was like, okay, we're doing this and we're moving in this direction. And I have no idea what that's going to look like. Similar to your, like, I don't know how it's all going to work out. You're still figuring that out, but this is, this is in alignment with me. This is what I want to do. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you saying to yourself in that year of rest? you know, how are you trusting that it
1: because was I'm talking about January, February, March? I'm like, what the F did you do? <laughs> right. Right. Um, like I said, by June and July, I was, you know, the sun was out and I could be outside and, um, let my chickens just make me laugh and hang out with my kids. And so I was, what I was saying to myself then was you are okay without your identity being in that career. Like, um, the people pleaser in me was still afraid to surface again after that, because I just was afraid what people were going to think, you know, but because I barely left my farm, I just kind of, yeah.
0: Yeah. You got to exist without Right. Okay. Um, so what what do you see moving forward? You speak on rest, you um, farm. So this was your first year with crop, right?
1: Yeah, me personally.
0: <sighs> How exciting. How was that process for you?
1: Um, it was very hands-on. Um, I Hemp farmers have traditionally um, been women because... Um, we hand Um, a lot of guys get in and then get out because they find that they can't plant, you know, with a tractor and there isn't a combine and things like that. And so it's really labor intensive and most guys just want to jump in a combine and do that. So, um, historically women have been hemp farmers. So it, it was, it was good for me to, I talked, I touched them. I Prayed over them and just nurtured them all um, summer long. And actually, when I harvested, I went through a, a bit of uh, mourning. I had more than that because that was my routine all summer. Like I hung out with them, and I loved going over there in the evening when the sun was going down. And just and then one day they weren't. Hmm. <laughs> so um, it was a fun process. I really gave myself all the way to it. So.
0: Okay. So we're about to wrap. I think most importantly, like what's your one thing that you can give everyone on rest and the importance of it, even if you can't take a year off, six months off, whatever, like how can you start incorporating this silence? Like right now, wherever you're at,
1: I think our bedtime routine is a good place to start. Um, so many people come to my shop because they can't sleep at night and of stimulation, 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 all the way up until even while we're in bed, we take our phones to bed with us and we're stimulating our brain. And then we get mad because we can't sleep at night. And I think we have to look at our, our evening routines. Um, our brains make melatonin. I mean, people are buying melatonin left and right, and but our our bodies make it on their own. But we hinder our body's ability to make melatonin because we're constantly stimulating with light, like from our phones and things like that. So we're sending a signal to our brain to stay awake, so it keeps making serotonin. Hmm. But we're also doing a double whammy and telling our brains to not make melatonin. And so, like, if we could just put our phones down an hour before we want to go. I want to go to bed at 10 o'clock. Something as small as committing to plugging your phone in at nine and not touching it again morning is a good place to start. And I know that sounds like torture for people. Um, There's just so much involved. But you'll
0: survive it, right?
1: You'll survive it. And picking up a book instead I'm not saying you have to go like but just give yourself that hour and and do this routine like that's another calming thing turn the lights down in your house I have lamps instead of running the overhead lights like It even works with children too, right? When the lights are darker in the house and things like that, and you're just, it's the same outside in nature, right? If you've, like with my chickens, they put themselves to bed every night when the sun goes, tell them to do that. Like nature just knows when it's dark, there's something in us all that says, okay, time to chill out. And so bedtime routine with kids even will be better because of this. So, um, that's, that's my advice. Just really take a look at your bedtime routine. Don't overstimulate yourself. And once you're getting a good, then your body's repairing and your mental health the next day. That's another thing I see a ton is mental health issues in my shop. And it's part of it is just not taking good care of ourselves and expecting so much output and stimulating, stimulating. And then like, it's, it's not fair. At some point we have to take for our own actions and uh, bedtime routine is where I see people blowing it a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Cause I, you know, like we can't all do all the things, but if, if this was a place where you wanted to start today and start turning around and incorporating more rest, because you're maybe thinking about doing something like this, like start your, your mind, your body are going to be so much fresher and it's just such a better, like blank canvas to start working with. So where can we find you? Um, how do we buy your products? Cause I got to do some online shopping after this. I'm just saying.
1: Um, our e-commerce site is healthorganics.com. Um, that's farm spelled out T-O health organics.com. Um, and yeah, if, when people are trying to do a new routine at night, you know, sometimes I needed help, you know, which is why I I would, if, if you shut your phone off, but you are still not this rhythm, right? This circadian rhythm, our bodies want to go to sleep, but because of time changes or stress in our life or trips, things like that, we can knock ourselves out of that circadian Mm -hmm. rhythm. And so you know, maybe taking a CBD product half an hour before you go to bed to just help your body transition into this new routine that you're going to ask it to do. It was the game changer, right? I was able to have a a bedtime and actually go to sleep and things like that. And once that happened for me, so many great things were on the other side of that. So um, yeah, Yeah. Farm Health Organics, I have a shop in Cedar Rapids and Nubo. Um, in the Nubo district. We're in the CSPS building, um, but then there's all over Iowa that I would love for you to support if you're close by. Um, the market in Edgewood carries our product. Um, there's a shop in Dyersville called Just For You. Um, there's a yoga studio in Jessup, Iowa called The Holistic Hippie that carries our products. Um, the shop Iowa City, the shop Kelowna. and Roo- Um, so yeah, if you're close to any of those locations, I'd love for you to just support their business. It's a double whammy. You're supporting their business and mine at the same time. So,
0: yeah, I think that's a great point. And I love how you said, like, maybe you just need help to get over that edge because it's hard. It it doesn't just happen overnight because today, and I would hate for you to stop any of the forward motion that you have with this rest journey, because you feel like you're not being successful. It won't, just happen like with anything. If you're trying to change, right? Stop beating yourself up. It's not going to happen tomorrow just because you decide that you listen to this podcast and you want to put some rest in, give yourself a break, maybe try some products that can help you take over that hump, get over that hump and move forward. I love that. So I'll have all the links here in our show notes. Thank you so much for being here, sharing your journey and your movement to just a better aligned place, um, we're all proud of you too. You know, Uh we need, we need more stories like this of just women that we can see ourselves in. And I love that you're in Iowa and you're an entrepreneur farmer, like (laughs) you're doing the dang thing. And you didn't just wake up one day and decide that you were going to do that. A lot of healing and work went into making a very intentional choice for what you were going to do. So I love that. And thank you for being here with us. Um, As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening today. Really, don't you feel like you just grew? I mean, seriously. So since you probably aren't going to remember any of the links that she just dropped. Seriously, come on. I know I'm the same way. I have put it all in the show notes. That's where you can like, follow, and inspire your Insta feed or wherever you hang out. Be sure to follow my last guest. As always, we do perform based on reviews, so feel free to give us a shout out wherever you find stars on your podcast app. We always appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening and joining this community today.